0: Chub Step J Rabb.
1: Pat Cal.
2: Rating all the Duncan. Steed
1: Chub Step. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the king of the jungle.
2: I mean, trust me, I know guys. All we need is a beer in our hand, and a bro by our side, and we are out of the way. There's always time!
1: One last kiss. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall.
3: (laughs) And the show has started! What up?
2: Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, yeah.
3: No, Steed's. Doing I love awesome. Zoom. I love Zoom. Steed loves Steve's addicted never, to Zoom. I
2: was gonna say, I never noticed that Steed does the ha 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 until Jared like edited it in the one episode, and now I notice it every time he does
3: it. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. I'm a I'm a douchebag. It's yeah. confirmed. It is confirmed. I don't try <laughs> and hide it. <laughs> don't deny it. Don't deny it. Uh, okay, we have a special guest coming on soon, so we will look forward to that. Oh, Steed, you were teasing. Uh, what's going on with your armpits? I was teasing that. Yes, big news in the armpit world. Yeah, I have taken it upon myself. I shaved my armpits last week. <laughs> what? Why? <laughs> what do you mean, why? I looked. I why? I was grabbing something out of my medicine cabinet. Caught a reflection in the mirror, and there was like three inches of armpit hair. Yeah. I was like, get that shit out of here.
2: Okay. How did you feel? it? Felt like How a, did you save I felt,
3: it? I felt like a model,
2: like a you, male model. You were like an Italian at the Jersey Shore. You're a guido.
3: I, hey, so you guys are telling me you got, you got armpit hair still? Yeah. Yeah, shockingly, I do have armpit living? hair still. You, you have armpit hair, Jay? Mm-hmm. Even with your hard body? Even with the hard body? Look, I'm telling you. Go into your bathroom after this. Start shaving the armpits. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's been a week. There was one day of minor itching, and then it's just boom. It feels great. So what's the advantage? And they're They're growing back slowly, which is, like, not good, because now I realize I'm going to have to keep shaving my armpits to keep up this, you know, elevated look that i have but i'm doing it for life now i'm never going back
2: uh we have a guest joining us do you have any tips on um shaving your armpit and avoiding any pain thereafter for paul recording
0: live from somewhere uh tips, tips. Use, a, use a fresh razor
3: okay i did not <laughs> <laughs> okay. we'll st-
0: start with that stick in a new one uh, okay new maybe tr- trim it down a little bit just don't go like full bush hmm. like so that yeah this is tough
3: well i yeah that was another thing i didn't do i just had the full like 28 years of armpit hair growing
0: and yeah. i took it
3: off in one go
0: you thought that was gonna go well <laughs> there was
3: a lot more hair in there than i thought
2: it was <laughs> did you Did you consider waxing at any point? Or what's that, uh, why didn't you do Nair? I think it's called Nair. Ooh.
3: Uh, My friend used Nair. He didn't want to shave in the army, so he put Nair all over his face. (laughs) he thought it would grow back slower, and then he burned his face. Like, he had burns on his
0: face. Yeah, it's poison. It's chemical.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so
2: I'm never using Nair. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Melanie, do you want Hi. to introduce yourself?
0: Uh, introduce myself? Sure. Or you want uh, me to do it for you? Uh, long time listener.
2: First yeah, time so caller.
0: Cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my name is Melanie Murphy. Hi, I'm friends with Pat. We work together at the White Sox.
3: Hi, Talk. nice to meet you, Melanie. Hey. Nice
0: to meet you guys.
3: I'm a Thank big you. fan.
0: I'm a big fan of uh, Jared. I think you're a great...
3: Thank you, audio Thank editor.
0: You. Uh, I love all the Steed sciences that are my favorite. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love the lack of science and heavy on the sound effects. Yes. I mean, and I'm just a fan yeah. of everything Pat does. So there's
3: Thank there's you. a lot of stuff that is covered up with a lot of sound effects uh, during Steed science. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: my god! Yeah, keep those coming.
2: Okay. Good. As- yeah. As I've complained in the DMs, Jared edits the show to make him sound better than he actually does on the podcast. Uh, he definitely so We'll does. see how he does today.
3: That's all editors, though. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to make myself look bad. Like, <laughs> well, <laughs> you
2: make me look bad. That's the thing. I'll say something funny and you go, I got... Ant or uh, fucking mice in my pants, or something. <laughs> that
3: so like, right, you saying it right there? No, like now I can definitely take that sound bite and use it again. Like, I mean, you're just oh, me a
2: troll. Yes, <laughs> I got ant or uh, fucking mice in my pants. <laughs> That's just the point. But anywho, let's continue.
3: Perfect, perfect. Um, well, thank you a lot for joining us, Valadie. Uh Yeah, so Steed was just discussing. That he shaves his armpits, and it was just because he just saw that he had a lot of armpit hair one day and decided that was a thing that he was going to try. What What are your thoughts on guys that shave their armpits? Have you Have you ever experienced this before? What are your thoughts?
0: I can't say that I have, but I'm sure I've come across a few uh, swimmers and such. Uh, I'm not. I'm not anti. I'm not really uh, There we go. Picky about as long as you like shower. <laughs> like every twenty four hours? That's about no. my standard. Oh well
3: <laughs> Yeah We've been over this, you gotta absorb no. the vitamin D from the sun. Yeah, really?
0: that's not a thing.
3: That's a thing. That's <laughs> a thing. They did studies.
0: Oh, that's <laughs> filthy. Yeah. Um Yeah. But yeah, whatever hair whatever hair you got, you know, you wanna shave go. it, you wanna grow it. I'm <laughs> all for it.
3: I think Brad Pitt shaves his armpits, and that was really my inspiration. Hmm. I don't know. If One
0: step the... closer to looking like Brad Pitt, huh?
3: Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Only a few more plastic surgeries to knock off, <laughs> That you're, sure sure. you're set. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it's well. Thank you, Steve, for sharing that with us. That's a big. Um... <laughs> that's a big step. At least for it you wasn't
0: dick shit. Yeah. So that's good. <laughs> well,
3: there was other trimming that went on while I was had the razors out, but. That was my belly button. <laughs> okay, Jesus Christ. I think we're wonderful, though. I think we might. Yeah, that's. I think we don't need any more information on that, but, Um, so Melly, what are some things that maybe have been bothering you with the show that you feel like you need to get on record fixing?
0: Is, there Is this did Pat submit this question? <laughs> 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 or is this no. an organ oh, okay uh, I mean because maybe he and I have gone back and forth about something oh, good, I mean good, I good. definitely listen every week and, <laughs> you know let him know that I've listened Yes. Uh, I think well I mean I didn't I learned something new every week so let me start with the positive oh good good that's good. good yes that's let good. Me I always learn something um, I didn't know young and yoked was a thing like
3: child <laughs> bodybuilding <laughs> no it's not it's not
0: <laughs> I've done so many unique Google searches after listening.
3: Oh, no. so. oh no, that's I a dangerous game. That. You're on the same list as Jared now.
0: <laughs> it helps me understand bro culture a little bit more because I went to art school and I, I don't. I mean, other than working in sports, uh, which is very bro culture, I'm not exposed <laughs> to a lot of bro culture, so that's good. Um, but yeah, I think like maybe a little like ladies pitch session every once in a while. Mm. I mean, you have Rosalie on. Bless her heart. Uh, <laughs> yes. I'm a Scorpio, by the way, Rosalie, oh. so read into that while you may. <laughs> uh, but other than that, you know, maybe a little ladies pitch session, just to That's be fair. part of the solution.
2: That's you fair. Know? Little ladies. Yeah. Yeah. By, by little things. Minutes. So, yeah, you shared, you shared something with me when I was on the treadmill back when things were normal, and I forgot <laughs> to share it, but it was about how, why are dudes allowed to pee in public but women aren't? Yeah. Why are like we, we're not allowed to pee in public <laughs> why <laughs> is you. it like get away with it or something <laughs> you get a ticket
0: yeah no it happens constantly uh yeah i lost i lose my mind because i mean coming in and out of stadiums uh you see a lot of that drunk guys pissing in bushes and whatever if you, like i i don't want to see your penis i don't understand how it's acceptable still today like ah. I mean, me too, times, but like little kids and dads, like you're in public, you're in Chicago, you're on the <laughs> west side, like why do you have your dick out? I don't, I think that should be canceled. I think there's, mm. there's, uh, you
3: gotta cancel dudes peeing I outside. can't do it.
0: Yeah, man. Just be You calm. can do it.
3: <laughs> I've, I've seen a, a woman, you know, squatting and urinating. Right. It's, I, I'm like, damn. All right. <laughs> and I keep going. <laughs> You're impressed. <laughs> then maybe I pee there afterwards. She's
0: yeah. I see it. I see it a lot, and it's just very common and acceptable. Yeah. And uh, I, I see a lot of uh, unsolicited penises just walking to mm. my car. So. Wow.
2: Yeah. I could see them taking oh, off God. a like p- a piece of my unit and then just running away. <laughs> I gotta go to stadiums. It
0: seems. It's a, were, uh... <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. I Almost missed it. We haven't we haven't had any games in like a month and a half.
3: So true. maybe
0: I'll turn, maybe I'd change my mind on that. Maybe I'd love to see one. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. Yeah. laughs>
3: just, just to bring you back to a simpler time. Yeah. Whatever it takes to get coronavirus over with.
0: Yeah, man. <laughs> the amount of dudes that just have no problem, like, on dating. Yeah, it
3: minutes. is It is interesting. I, I wonder how much drinking plays a factor in that. But if it's kids and stuff, are they just watching their dads or, you know, are these just dads that are drunk and the kids just like, oh, my dad's doing it. Like, I know obviously it happens a lot outside of bars. People, I've seen that late night. But you know, but you're right. Girls are in the same situation. You're not seeing them do it. I'm I'm okay with with canceling it.
0: If you can do it super discreet, where I don't have to see okay. any of it, more power to you. But more often than not, yes. you're not being careful. So
3: that's, that's, it
0: feels like a violation.
3: It it does. It does. <laughs> uh, I I, <laughs> I hear you. Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> You were talking, how did you get started uh, working in sports?
0: Okay. So uh, I went to Columbia, mm-hmm. um, fully thinking that I was going to make documentary films, uh, and I specialized in that. And then I realized, oh, shit, you can't make any money making no. documentary no. films. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not now, maybe a little bit more, but back then in like the early 2000s, yeah. you had to work like a regular job and then yeah. fund your documentaries on the side. Uh, So I went out to LA for every graduation for about three weeks and hated it. and was like, this is not it. So I came back to Chicago and was like, what's a good recession proof like production job and sports was it. Uh, But I got an internship uh, at the United center uh, working for them for the Bulls and Blackhawks games. Uh, Sergio Lozano, who's the director of scoreboard operations over there was my tech one teacher and liked ah. me and said, hey, when you're ready to do an internship, let me know. And I was like, cool. Um, but I wasn't really interested in sports. I mean, I was interested in the job, especially because it paid. And back then, internships was super rare. Yes, But I didn't know. I mean, I had never watched a hockey game live. I had never even been to the United Center before I started working there. Been to some baseball games, and that's about it. Um, but yeah, he just gave me a chance. I started out as an intern there.
3: Nice. Do you have you grown to like sports more now, or do you still see it more as obviously it's always going to be a job, you know, to a certain extent? But have you like, I'm sure it was way more worse when you first started and said something you may not like a lot versus how you feel now, maybe?
0: Oh, yeah, no, you become a fan right away. Like, it didn't take a b- basically a season every place. I, I worked, uh, started working for the Bulls and Hawks in 2001, for the White Sox in 2003, and then for the Bears in 2004. So I've been there that entire time and you become a fan like right away and you have to i mean you Mm -hmm. are working with those guys you need to know them uh i do some stats stuff so i mean knowing stats is just like part of doing the job so yeah you get pretty enmeshed in players and the season team and the record and all that stuff it's um yeah
3: have you ever gone back to the documentary like going back to making documentaries now since that was kind of your passion early on
0: Uh, I put out two when I was in my early 20s, and now I do not so much documentary work, but I put out my own content with uh, all kinds of genres. We've done horror. We've done comedy. We've done music videos. We've done all kinds of stuff. Um, So I do that kind of on the side (laughs) for fun. But, yeah, I mean, I think eventually it will probably come back to that. I mean, we have so many great sports documentaries now. You know the 30 for 30s being yes. a regular thing and you know the uh, last dance stuff coming out so mm-hmm. i think sports documentaries are on the rise there's a place for them so
3: yes um and i know you were talking about your you sent me your video uh, boat patrol <laughs> and that was kind of one of your i'm assuming that's one of your videos you're talking about you've been making um <clears throat> so where can obviously that one was on youtube is there is there is that the best place to find a lot of your other videos
0: uh, yeah, so we have a little, we, we're not a company, we're a creative collective of freelancers uh, that get together and make all kinds of stuff. Uh, that company is called Cluster Cuss Entertainment. Uh, so you can find that stuff at so clustercuss.tv. So C L U S T E R C U S S dot TV. Um, you can follow me on Instagram. I put up all our new content there. That's at the Buzz Show, all one word. And then um, you can always email us to find out what we're doing at clustercustentertainment at gmail.com. That's all my good plug stuff. But uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, on our, on our website is all our content. Um, we did a, a quarantine kind of comedy set in the middle of the woods a couple weeks ago. We shot it with drones. Whoa. Uh yeah. We oh, did a sure. lot. <laughs> no, go ahead. Sorry,
2: sorry. I was just psyched about drones.
0: <laughs> yeah. It was like, what, what can we do like in this new age of not being able to touch and like, what can we shoot? And we're yeah. all getting real antsy. So we all social distance and shot the entire thing. Uh, like I said, with, uh, with a drone, with handheld cameras, but like from safe distances um using like a megaphone and um hand sanitizer yeah um so you can find that on our website but we're just trying stuff like we're just a group of people who are like kind of passionate about working in that we all have our own creative you know our kind of full-time jobs um but are just trying to make make cool content did you uh did
2: you do that out by like maple lake or something or like i did that
0: three blocks west from my house over here in in the hills yeah the
2: hills.
0: I thought people were going to like stop us and ask us what we're doing or care or but no one did. So it was great. <laughs>
3: Nobody's like, okay, yeah. people drone filming with megaphones. Nice. Yeah. So
2: I have to, I have to ask a personal question. Ooh. And, uh, I sent you because I know you live near a taco bell. I sent you something on Instagram saying there was free locos tacos today. And you just said, it'll gross. And that kind of hurt my feelings. You know, like Taco bell.
3: oh. No, this is, this is bad. No,
0: is this a, a going
3: to be a problem? This is you might get blacklisted problem. from Chubstack. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> I think, but I, it's not like I don't like Taco Bell for any uh, like nefarious. Like it's not cool. It's not healthy. It's just it's like not food. It's like not legally food. It's like science. It's like Subway. That's it's like not close to food. See, there might you have, have been a lawsuit a few i Taco Bell meat. I, it's not I refuse. <laughs> I'm getting sued on
2: that one. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm not a there's a Taco Bell like across the street and when we first moved in, we're like, Oh, we're gonna be there all the time. I think I've been there twice in two and a half
2: years.
0: (laughs) Not good. Sorry, Pat.
2: I got really angry at a Taco Bell recently. Having worked in sports as long as you have and being through like some long, you know, nights or some really long days, what's your favorite type of game to work and why?
0: what's my favorite type of game to work in my, I mean, obviously playoffs, I think Uh, it was fun. Playoff games, that atmosphere. Uh, You know, I was there there for the world series. I've seen three Stanley cups, you know, the couple, couple good bears season, like playoff stuff is always just a good vibe. Uh, Like triple overtime NBA game. That's pretty killer, even though you're tired. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah, you're
3: like, geez, just somebody score. Right?
0: <laughs> yeah, especially if you win. It's a bummer if if you lose. Yeah, they yeah. understand. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah. Yeah, but definitely like pretty much any any kind of playoff game is just just more fun. For sure. Uh,
3: um, so you worked with the Bears? Yes. Yeah. What do you think about Jay Cutler's divorce from Chris and Kim? <laughs> Did that impact you? Like pretty heavily emotionally yeah it got me <laughs> Seems no, pretty broken no. up about it still yeah. you know what
0: you see a lot of player wives come and go girlfriends side pieces masseuses you see it all. Oh, okay. so I'm, I'm not surprised that any relationship doesn't last the public eye scrutiny
3: how many have had a reality show though
0: percentage for
3: just jay cutler yeah yeah, Yeah, exactly he was
0: yeah i never watched that show no i didn't fit that in my viewing time allotment unfortunately i watched maybe i'll check it out Uh, (laughs) could you sense a problem
3: no it's out of the blue it's nothing yeah sure jay cutler was absent for most of the marriage (laughs) just like his football career
0: yeah It's it's a tough life
2: for those guys
3: uh, yeah. yeah. So,
2: while Paul's gone Melanie tell us what you like about the show and what you don't like about the show especially why am I to be gone why I got to you know what I'm leaving there he
3: goes
0: you asked me that before I don't know what answer you're she, trying to she, come
3: up she with a, I feel like she answers as much as she wants to answer Pat
0: I mean, it's a lot of dick references. Is that what you're trying to get at? Like the massive amount of talking about you guys' dicks?
3: Well, I think that's part of the feedback that we're working on, you know. Uh, (laughs) We're going to skew it a little bit more uh, gender neutral uh, (laughs) going forward. At least starting going a little bit more towards that. Broader audience.
0: We're we're 50% of the population. Yeah, that's a good point.
3: Over yeah, over fifty.
0: You're missing a lot well, of viewer, viewers, listeners. You're missing a huge chunk of listeners. That's true. If you just had a little ladies' corner, I don't. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. I don't think it's
2: hundred percent Paul's fault because before Paul joined the show, Jared was telling me about fake museum. In New that was an email. Greenland.
3: That was an email we got I was reading off emails.
2: Oh, it was an email. Yeah, yeah. Okay, who is it from? Chub Daddy.
0: Who is Chub Daddy? Chub Daddy, I have no right. idea who Chub Daddy is. Is that your yeah. actual dad, Jared?
3: <laughs> I, th- I thought it Chub was Chub Daddy. Is Chub Daddy? I, I don't reveal my sources.
0: What
3: What did I What did I miss? What did you say was mine? Uh, we actually didn't. You didn't miss much. You didn't miss. He just gave sets? out
0: your uh, social security number real quick. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it starts with a zero. That's all that. Oh, <laughs> dude,
0: that means you're part robot. <laughs> what? Check oh. it out, man.
3: Shit. Do a deep Cyborg. dive.
2: I don't want
3: to. If I was a robot, I think I'd be a little bit healthier. So my organs would function better. We do want to talk about uh, the boat patrol that you sent me specifically, right? That was one of the new ones that. Yeah.
0: Uh, I mean, it's just a—it's absurd. Yes. Uh, it's a ridiculous thing, but it's just kind of like our calling card is a little group. We shot at it in like three hours on a rented boat in like Geneva. Like <laughs> I, it looked like Lake alone, Geneva. I feel to like me. it's impressive.
3: I, I could tell it was yeah. Lake Geneva. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we, we like quickie rented a boat and just did this stupid thing. And But like, it just makes me so happy. And, and if anyone, like if anyone even remotely enjoys it, they probably enjoy the other stuff we do. So, yeah.
3: So check it out. Yeah, no, it was, it was yeah. a yeah, much, bunch boat of characters uh, on a boat. Did you watch it, Steve? No, I, I wasn't sent it. I'll send it to you. Yeah, it's, shoot me a, shoot me a link or something.
0: Sorry, Jared was so lovely pitching it, and I cut him
3: off. No, you're good. Yeah, so yeah, people can check it out. I'll post the link somewhere. I'll find out a way to post the link. I always have an issue with posting links, Just so find out a way. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. It's the most complicated thing in the world. I enjoyed it. need science on how to post a link. <laughs> yeah, that's what I need. Um, <laughs> I, do, yeah, like, I do want to get to an email. Uh, this is about sauces, so
0: <laughs> okay.
3: people have their thoughts. On, and actually, this one goes back and forth quite a bit. Oh, that's. I'm going to skip that one for right now because there's like seven follow-ups to that one email. Um, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. You know what? We're, we're, that sounds we're... like
0: it deserves its own episode. All right, <laughs> that's th- yeah, that's true.
3: All right. This one's from Smacko. So, Smacko! It says, uh, Yay! <laughs> dog, dog driving step. Could you teach a dog to drive a car? What steps would you take?
2: No. I'm going to say yes.
3: He also said there's no okay. law that says dogs can't drive cars. <laughs> oh, uh, my God. Uh, what, they can't be wanna, licensed, though. That's, that's what I
2: call face uh, about true. that one.
3: <laughs> you would need a license, so I think that's a pretty valid point. Would the dog get arrested, or would you get arrested?
2: <laughs> you would get
3: arrested. <laughs> oh, that sucks. Okay, step one, dog. one,
0: commission a
3: dog-sized car. Oh, yes. Yes. I was gonna I was thinking modifications to a current car. You might save some money. Get weird pedals, dog pedals.
0: I'm assuming money is not an option. <laughs> yeah, oh, is, a, <laughs>
3: yeah, dog pedals. SmackO the money money is no object. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so okay, well yeah we'd have to either get a smaller car or modify a current car to make that work. And then and could you train it to just kind of go forward? It, I mean, to go through traffic would be difficult. But, I mean, we're talking about, like, just drive it going down the street. Um, There's potential. I don't think you would ever be able to train it to obey traffic laws. Like, a red light. The dog's colorblind. It's done. It's not going to Oh, fall. yeah. That's tough. But stop and go and turn. Yeah. Okay. So we could teach her to be as good of a driver as, like, I don't know, half of the uber drivers in the city and it would be, yeah yeah
0: maybe nascar where they just
2: go oh. around the circle.
3: Oh. they That's don't
0: stop actually,
3: there are always so a,
2: many wrecks though it's you funny know? you say that because they could be driving and then they could see like a squirrel or a piece of cheese and all of a sudden they're just like pulling the car over to get out you know 200 miles an hour and the dog's like holy shit was that cheese <laughs> yeah
3: uh, Smacko, it's funny you say that. Smacko actually used the hashtag underneath the email, Dogtona500. Oh! See? Sorry, do well, you think? I don't think they would have any regard for the consequences of crashing, so they wouldn't fear crashing. Yes. So they might be better drivers. That's a good point. Don't double-click that iPhone headphone and skip this podcast, because we'll be right back with more Chubstep.
2: Wow, this has never happened before.
3: <laughs> we are prepared. We're yeah, this happened last week. I know. We were kind of prepared this time, though. I'll just find a different can we talk, system. Can
2: we talk about that since we never talked about it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. We,
3: should, we should mention this. So last week, last week, we were all under the impression, when I say we all, I mean at least me and... Uh, I was oblivious. And Greg. I'm not the Zoom or, guy. Greg, George. Me, uh, yeah, George and myself were under the impression that Zoom was being nice and extending all their calls past 40 minutes and because I had been told this by my mother um and and I also I had been on one that had gone longer than 40 minutes anyway we do it and then all of a sudden it just it just dies out and then I didn't have a backup option and I was freaking out (laughs) because we're in the middle of this this interview with George and I don't you know I didn't know him prior to that call yesterday you know last week and I'm like trying to text them. So then I try to do like a Google Hangout invite, which is normally what I do at work. We just send like a calendar invite from something, and then you can just join in. Of course, that wasn't working. And then I couldn't set up another Zoom call because I just set one up. So then I tried setting up one up on my girlfriend's phone. That wasn't working. Steed then Steed ended up setting another one. It ended up being a whole. It was like 15 minutes. So we were just sitting there waiting. <laughs> it so, was a
2: while. So professional. I was, I was dying laughing the second it happened because I also didn't think about that, but I realized what was going on the second it <laughs> happened. <laughs> were you pissed at me and Paul because we were texting like the group text, like "lol, what the fuck"? No, 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 go. no.
3: I was so fr- I was just freaking out so much that I like wasn't even you know I wasn't even like that stuff wasn't even bothering me because I was just freaking out like, what do I do to get this working? Um, <laughs>
2: George was a really good sport about that, though. He was really yeah. Cool. He was. He was. I mean, yeah.
3: Yeah. I was happy with that. I definitely could have gone. You could have Melanie. just been like, no, I'm done. <laughs> like, yeah, Melanie's living through it right now. Yeah. Well, at yeah, least no. we gave some warning. You gotta I gave learn a how warning this time. It, you know. I gave, I gave. some warning. Last time there was no warning. It just shut off. <laughs> and then I. No I would like, like "Is
0: it something I said?" Yeah. Uh,
3: <laughs> um. So there was okay. Well. Let's. I don't. I don't want to spend too much more time. But Melanie, I did want to get your thought on one one other thing here. Um, unless obviously there's other stuff you want to get to, we're more than welcome to do that. Was there stuff that you? Um, uh, well,
0: I mean, I just if if and when I'm allowed to come back, I yes. want to do DMT like Joe Rogan style. Okay. I think that's a good yeah. idea. <laughs> Pat's
3: on board. I already talked to him about it. <laughs> Uh, Do we all have to do DMT or do you just want to do DMT and then we're on a Zoom call so we can't even help you if you freak out?
0: No, there's no helping each of us, but it'll be all four. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) So think about that. That's my pitch for the next one.
3: Wow. Okay. I I don't know where we would get the DMT.
0: I'll send it to you.
3: What? (laughs) Like in the mail?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. All right. (laughs) It'll be delivered. That's all I'm going to say. It'll be delivered.
3: Uh, It will arrive. (laughs) Okay, so there was when we had when we had Chris on the show a few weeks ago, there was something that he said that kind of stuck with me. And so I want to get your thought on this as well, Melanie. He talked about when you're when you're an expert in something, you start noticing uh things being wrong like in that category that you're an expert on. And it starts sticking out to you and you can't really get it out of your head and it kind of ruins other experiences for you. So He was talking about when he goes to other, you know, sporting event that he's like, oh, I would have done that differently or I didn't like the way that person did that or whatever it is. Right. I, I have that thing with like, um, and I'm not an expert in construction by any means, but I've done quite a bit of it and just remodeling and stuff like that. I, every place I go into, it's like, I cannot help, but look all around and I'm like, oh, uh, you know, that light fixture is in the wrong spot or, uh, you know, I wanted to put that shelf there or that tile is horrible. Like I just like weird things that aren't even um, really helpful to anything. And it's, or like they got to clean the vents, just little things like stand out to me uh, to an annoying amount. Like I wish it didn't stand out to me, but I just know from doing it, you know, like, Oh, they should have cocked in that corner or should have cocked around that window and they didn't do it. Stuff like that. Is there stuff like that for you? Like going to maybe working in sporting when it comes to you watching sports on tv
0: yeah for sure 100 and when chris said that uh it's like yeah i think i feel like every person can relate to that little part of their job um so for me like any kind of stats or anything like i cannot help but look at how they laid out the page what fonts they use what color they use what's the spacing that's a stupid place to put the sponsor like whatever yes yes you can't yeah you just pick it apart or even just going you know going on vacation and trying to like uh, enjoy a baseball game or something like it is hard. And uh, you know, your family members to like, just shut up and enjoy it after yes, a while. Yes. Like, why would they do that? Or like, you know, uh, like starting lineups, how each team does starting lineups, yeah. how each team does the anthem, how they get in and out and transition into like, you just can't help but think about things. Cause you've seen it done um, th- literally thousands and thousands of times. And you've seen it done, not uh, just, uh, I mean, Chicago's a really competitive market and I don't think I'm uh, saying anything shocking by saying that like our shows are some of the best shows, uh, you know, LA, New York and all those, you can kind of imagine they've got bigger budgets. So we've got more, you know, we've got more pyro, we have more lasers, we've got more projections, we've just got more going on. So yeah. um, especially when you go to a smaller stadium, you're kind of like, Oh, like, you know, you've seen the best of the best yes. every night for the past X amount of years. Like, so you guys have to kind of like put that to enjoy it, like put it, uh, put it behind, put it in the back <laughs> of your head, you know, put it behind you, put it in the back of your head. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I definitely notice videos and graphics. I mean, that's really my like area of expertise. And like what I do is uh, like video play, they call it playback clips, crossfire expression, like whatever the software is, but like the timing of that kind of stuff and knowing like what an operator has to do to, uh, you know, get something kind of perfectly timed. But it also helps you appreciate when somebody does it well. You're like, wow, I know mm-hmm. that that's not easy. You know, like the average fan yes. maybe wouldn't notice, like, something that's flawlessly executed versus something that's kind of clunky. But we would notice, like, wow, that was pretty seamless. Yeah. So that's kind of, like, a positive part of it is when the show is done really well, you can, like, respect all the aspects of it.
3: That's uh, That's exactly what I was looking for.
0: <laughs> yeah. Sometimes things go wrong, you know, that's, yes. that's fun too, to watch sometimes when things go wrong and you know, sort of what maybe went wrong. Like, uh, you know, the bears have those big, like inflatable head things yeah. and sometimes those I'm inflatable depressed. heads don't inflate. <laughs> and so you'll watch on TV, they'll try to like cut around it because they're trying not to show like the sad, depressed, there's just little things that happen, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> A t-shirt gun hits a light that knocks a piece of confetti or something, you know, and it's just like sometimes those little like uh, oops and gotchas are like the most fun of being behind the scenes because um, like so the average fan or viewer wouldn't necessarily notice it. But.
3: Yeah, yeah. There's always, I, I think that's kind of the thing with being at a live event versus, you know, everybody's getting the recorded version. That's why it always helps to be to be there live because you're not going to miss anything. Pat, was there something you wanted to get to while Melanie was here? Something else? I don't know. Uh, well,
2: no, I would have totally... I mean, I asked which sport is your preference, yeah. and we just went over, like...
3: You don't need to do know, a recap of what you did. That, I was stuff, just curious which, if you had anything you
2: know, else. We do. <laughs> okay, n- no, Jared.
3: Oh, asshole. let me ask you I this. Don't. Let me ask you this, Melanie. Melanie you do you
2: want to f- talk about anything else?
3: No. Let me ask... I want to ask you this, Melanie. Of Of the three people that I've reviewed movies for who is your favorite of the actors between brendan fraser jeff Goldblum, and billy bob thornton
0: Ooh, uh all of the intros are great i feel like the billy bob thornton intro is like the most uh that's the heaviest hitter it makes me laugh every time i never yeah. <laughs> skip it um probably rank i feel like jeff oh. Goldblum is like your real passion i feel like for you he's your guy so mm. I want to rank him number one that okay. I love those the most. Don't do it, it based like, like, on you...
3: me. Don't do it based on me. Don't You know, you don't need to pay. Well,
2: <laughs> I mean, I think you're wrong there. He has a picture of Brennan Fraser next to his bed. So
3: That's true. Prove
2: it. But, but it's just a walk into
3: his apartment. Oh, okay. You... Gonna grab it.
0: <laughs> his girlfriend said, I'll get it. I'll walk it over to my bedroom. I'll walk it
3: over to my bedroom
0: well, not, just the fact that you're going over there, I'm like, I believe you. That is fair, it's but pretty big. I don't want to see
2: it. It's very sexual, too.
0: As long as there's no young and yoked, your favorites by your Oh, bed. my God, that would be
2: messed up. <laughs> that's
0: your bed, Steve. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, what, that's no my joke. Bed? <laughs> hmm. Brendan Fraser is not my favorite. I'm sorry. Like, he's good in, like, three things, and then everything else you yeah. reviewed, I'm like, oh, why?
3: I wanted to get the... Uh... So the one picture I wanted to get that was getting some pushback uh, from my girlfriend that now lives with me is uh, is a picture. I wanted the one from Terry Crews. Yeah, put that in. Um, from Terry Crews and White Chicks where he is... Um, <laughs> there's a painting of him when they break into his house when, he t- when the main guy tries to pretend that he is... Um, when the main guy tries to pretend that he is a basketball player and they break into Terry Crews' house and he's like sprawled sideways naked with just like a... Um, <laughs> like a like a blanket over him and he's holding a basketball i wanted that a recreation of that picture for above my fireplace but that has gotten some kickback so uh, (laughs) your
0: girlfriend is not down with that
3: (laughs) he doesn't want to be extremely aroused all the time. three guys three pictures of three guys in my place uh when there's no pictures of really anything else is a little what if you put
0: her face where terry cruz's face is would that, you could, go for a that could
3: be good that could be good um i'd figure out how to, i'd have to blend that pretty well their skin tones are very very opposite so
0: <laughs> yeah it's a photoshop a yeah. couple days there a couple yes. days worth of photoshop
3: yes that's a good that's a good point
0: maybe for your bachelor pad when you're like a swinging senior or something <laughs>
3: there we go i can save you you're i'll right. save it for a few years would
2: you Above your
3: fireplace, would you
2: get a picture of the coronavirus meme guy?
3: Oh no, I would not. Are you sure? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. It's like no. the same
2: thing as getting Terry Crews. Lying yeah, down I know what you sideways.
3: mean. Sideways. Yeah, I, I, you're not wrong about it. Like logically, what you're saying makes sense, but I just can't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna do it. It'd be too of the time. I don't know. Yeah. I, so yeah. wait,
0: what is your next actor gonna be then? You have Billy I, Bob, Brendan Fraser. Yeah,
3: I, I've thought about it a lot, um, and I don't really have a solid a solid answer yet.
2: It's going to be Steve Buscemi or Sinbad. I,
3: somebody is somebody is no. See, but the problem I like a lot of people recommend Steve Buscemi, and I like Steve Buscemi, but I don't know if I want to go. He's too good. Want to go through that? Um, Might I
0: recommend someone who isn't a white man?
3: <laughs> interesting, because my next thought was it's crazy. I know. Yeah,
2: that's ridiculous. Okay,
3: you're yes, that makes sense. I. Yes. Okay. I, I'm. I'm. I'll go through. I'll go through my list. But you're right. Maybe some diversity is in, in order. Um,
0: yeah. Think, <laughs> think about it, Sinbad. Yeah. Think about Sinbad.
3: Sam. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Sinbad. Uh, I, can't, I can't imagine there's that many. I Jay. Know, what? Sinbad, if, you know what? What about a woman? Wow. Controversial. Very good. That's a good. I could definitely do. Yeah, Women... I mean, women, women haven't
0: really been in movies except for the past like three or four years, though. So um, <laughs> I mean, they don't speak much. You know? Audrey Hepburn was
3: the biggest movie star of the '40s.
2: <laughs> no, 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 no. Do uh, the woman who was married to Jeff Goldblum, uh, Gina, Gina oh, Davis.
3: Right? Yeah, Pat's a big. I do like Gina Davis. Uh, there you go. Yeah, I've and I've seen her in real life, so that. Uh, I, could, I have that connection. Can't wait to hear that intro. <laughs> it just, yeah. Yeah, I will think about it. I will think about it.
0: I mean, Ooh, Terry Crews.
2: If, if you Terry Crews is an Fox, option. I do
3: like, Terry Crews would be a good option. What's that?
2: You should, you should do Susan Sarandon.
3: Ooh, Pet Likes babe. Redheads. Yeah. Scarlett Johansson. All right, these, again, feel free, people, email me, that kind of stuff, too. We, <laughs> we could go, <laughs> the, the count could be endless at this point. Um <laughs> but okay that's yep. fair. That's fair. Woo!
0: The electric in the air. Yeah.
3: One thing uh I did want to say during this is uh some back to some ronies, you know, of of the time now Rowny. if you will. Uh, I'm getting really sick of the commercial. It seems like there's like one marketing company that's doing all the commercials for every single one that is, that's going on right now. I don't know if you've noticed this, but it's like, it starts off with like some sad music playing. um, And it's like usually a piano sort of sad music. And then it'll be something like we're all in this together. I know things aren't easy right now, but We've got your back. Uh, We're always there for you. And we're going to be there for you as we come out of this. You know, we're all stronger. And it's always like the same thing. Uh, But it's like every single company is doing this. And it's just so depressing. Like I got to the point where I was excited when there was like a Nicorette commercial. Because that was just like (laughs) a normal commercial. And, And like, or, you know... Pepto-Bismol. I literally was excited cuz Pepto-Bismol cuz it was at least an upbeat commercial. Like I don't <laughs> like I feel like people are watching television shows and stuff like that to kind of uh, not a you know escape reality in a sense but just to kind of get your mind into something else in a different mindset. And then when that when all that's playing in every single commercial for I don't care if you're watching like you know 90 Day Fiancé or you're watching The Last Dance uh, you know, it's all going to be the same sort of commercial, which is just super depressing. I don't need to Are hear about Are you watching it. 90 Day Fiancé? I am watching 90 Day Fiancé, and I'm watching The Last Dance, hence okay. why I know that it's on both of those. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But I don't know if this is okay. bothering anybody else or not. Well, I don't have cable, Jared. So. <laughs> well, that's a way to bring that up. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, until Saturday, I didn't have television either.
3: So okay. So Melanie, really, do you wow. have do you hey, have great television content, that you notice Yeah, yeah. Okay. Have you noticed I, I've it? seen I've seen a bunch <laughs> of them. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, they are like we're in this together, but have you seen uh the Verizon one that they're congratulating self for being heroes? <laughs> oh, my, the they just emailed so, me. <laughs> Dude, v- Verizon had the most self-congratulatory like we're in this, like we're yeah. on the front line. It's yeah. like bringing you I mean, that one was a
3: little obnoxious. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> like so, shut up. You're- through my phone that's yeah. 100%. So I'll tell you my my two most hypocritical ones that I've seen of this whole thing. So my thought is that I I am glad that, you know, maybe their idea is to, you know, try to bring people together in this, but I don't think a negative overtone uh, of everything is a great way to try to send a positive message, like even just the tone of the music. But what I will say is that the two most hypocritical ones, first being the USPS is talking about how great they're doing with delivery thing. I've had <laughs> at work, I have to pick up the mail. Like, I go in there like once or twice a week. We have not gotten, I've had to call USPS three times because they just keep like not delivering our mail. So, you're not doing that great, USPS. <laughs> and then, and then the, when I got through the last time, I was like talking to their corporate person. They're like, yeah, we'll put in another complaint here. And then it arrived later that day, but it was in the wrong building, like not like two blocks away. And the place, you know, called their business. It's like, hey, your mail's here. So, they're not doing great. The, the other one um, the other one is all the insurance oh, companies, so the insurance companies are talking about how they are doing things like, oh you know we've we've thought we'd seen it all. this is the state farm one I saw the other day. We thought we'd seen it all, and uh you know, but we never thought we'd see this, and then it's like pictures of like you know just kind of the streets being kind of empty and things like that but what um <clears throat> for those that don't work in the small business work for a small business, things like that. A lot of businesses have business interruption insurance. So this is supposed to be something for like, if you're, if you have property damage and you can't operate a facility, uh, they're supposed to pay, you know, basically pay your downtime until you can get your business back on track, property insurance, different things like that. Right. So there are zero, uh, from what I have seen, and I've done some research on this and heard this on other things as well there's basically no insurance companies uh are giving any sort of business interruption insurance because of covid nineteen and they're saying because there's no physical damage done to the property, and so people are saying, "Well, what about there's a physical there's like a virus on my property, so I can no longer operate at this premise and they're all saying then they'll have this clause after clause and that type of thing so there are some people that are going back and suing, um, suing these insurance companies for, you know, th- that, that you know, against what their clauses and things like that are saying. But on the other end, all they're doing is portraying to everybody how great they're doing by cutting insurance premiums for auto by 15%. But they're, not, that's, yeah. they're able to do that because they're not paying off the millions of dollars they'd have to pay off in business interruption insurance. Which is what people thought they signed up for. That's my rant of the day. This is J.B. Pritzker's fault. <laughs> I'm not saying that, but I just, I don't like. This is J.B. Pritzker's I'm fault. Not, Open I'm not that. back up. <laughs> I just, what what really bothers me, I just hate hypocrisy. <laughs> that's, hypocrisy bothers me more than anything. So it just really bothers me when, when you see a company that's talking about how great they're doing all this kind of thing. And then the other side of it you're not seeing is how <clears throat> there's a lot of stuff they're not doing that they should be doing or could be yeah. doing. So,
2: I agree. And we're you know the work. You know what I did for the first time? I wore a mask in public uh, because I couldn't afford a mask, and my aunt made me one. Yeah. And uh, here's a pro tip don't burp while you're wearing the mask. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it. Yeah.
3: That's very pro, Pat. Very pro. Uh...
2: <laughs> you couldn't afford a $3 mask? I was wearing a ba a bandana before. I looked like a gangster. Yeah, that's a dangerous game.
3: <laughs> that's a dangerous game. Yeah, you don't want to be doing that in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, wear a neutral
2: color one. Like yeah. I'm uh, pink. Wear a pink one.
3: Pink one, we got Pat. I would love to see Pat wearing a pink mask. I
2: think my bandana actually said like "fuck cancer" or something, so I don't think anybody would have actually came up to me and, like Ro- Rosalie.
3: Whatever she would have been like, "Yo, I'm a cancer dog. What up? What up?" <laughs> 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 that is a good one, Steve. So I wanted to review um a Billy Bob Thornton movie review here. I teased yeah. it on the last one.
0: Yay!
1: Hello, I'm Billy Bob Thornton. And do me a favor, once we start, let me get three sentences out before you ask me another inane goddamn question. Well they don't make sense because uh what's like this, you can say three but not four. <laughs> it's funny because you know, I mean, you know, we have company, rules in
3: network television
1: I can barely keep my ass in the seat I want to run up on the stage and like mess the guy's hair up And turn the furniture over and stuff like that I'm obviously not an albino so. Uh, yeah, I have, a, I have a phobia about antiques Certain kinds Anything before ni- uh, anything before 1950 or so Let's Okay, shut lower. the f*** up, I'll do it Yeah, that's what we did We, we took a, the guy who was 6'5 And shrunk him down for the f- maybe wow yeah only in hollywood anyway no i'm not an albino god Al- damn it i mean seriously what is do you of course he's that that's... short that's what kind of question is that am i on acid i could listen
0: to this intro all day yeah
1: well you're not going well, you to hear it actually right now then after the fact
2: so you get to hear uh.
0: what we hear and there's we nothing uh
3: <laughs> a shame.
0: some of the magic is gone behind yeah. the that's <laughs> fair
3: that's fair there is a lot yeah you, you some of the exactly no <laughs> Uh, as, as you see with you know, sporting events and things like that. It's not all clean. Um,
0: Your uh, Jeff Goldblum interview last week on that episode was impeccable.
3: Thank you. Thank you. Yes, he did. I thought George did, did a great job. And Jeff, Jeff Goldblum did a great job.
0: Yeah. yeah. I can't believe you got him. It's amazing. I know.
3: I know it. So this is from uh, 2014, directed by David Dobkin. Uh, we're talking about The Judge. The Judge. The Judge. So this is starring Robert Downey Jr., Robert judge. Duvall, Vincent D'Onofrio, uh, and Dax Shepard is in this. Um, uh. <laughs> and Billy Bob Thornton. What's
2: wrong with Dax Shepard?
1: This is an 81 Honda. How dare you?
3: Yeah, what is wrong with That guy sucks. Yeah. I don't know. And well, then I'm also, you. also, uh, David Krumholtz is in this slightly. He's, uh, from the Santa Claus. Um, he's the kid in the Santa Claus. Oh. Uh, oh, the, the main kid in the Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> Just a random other person. Uh, but okay. So <laughs> this movie, this movie is about, um, Robert Duvall. Uh, he is a judge in a small town in Indiana. Going, he has this incident where this guy randomly dies and. He, and he basically got. they find that he might have gotten hit by a car from the judge of that town, Mr. Robert Duvall. So Robert Duvall's sons, he's got three sons. One of them is Vincent D'Onofrio, and then the other one is uh, Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. used to live in the small town. He thinks he's too good for it. He moved to Chicago to become a big-time lawyer there. Uh, then when he finds out his dad's in trouble, even though he has a bad relationship with his dad, he goes back to the small town. And tries to basically defend his dad in this in this trial case. So yeah, it's uh it so This was a big one. This was a big one. And I I'd actually seen this one prior to doing the reviews. I rewatched it the other day just to refresh myself with it. Um and you know, he goes back and now he's he thinks he's a big hotshot, but he goes back and kinda of things are kinda of how they were. He kinda of, the same girl that he did a crush on and still lives there. You know, his brother's kinda of never moved out of the town so he kind of has to figure out you know it's kind of one of those you, you get you get the idea you get the idea here yeah yeah have yeah. you guys Has any of you seen this movie i remember the commercials okay no
0: what, what what year did it come out again 2014 oh no but i love all those people i'm shocked i didn't see it it was like a courtroom and they were like
2: yeah you'd love to uh, get this trial going <laughs> The guy who played the kid in the Santa Claus, you love that guy, <laughs> Vincent D'Onofrio. <laughs> not Vincent D'Onofrio. Vincent D'Onofrio. No, he's not. He just, he's, Vincent D'Onofrio
3: is not in, in that. Uh, <laughs> he's not <laughs> the Santa Claus. Uh, but uh, here's what I'll say about this one. It, um, I actually enjoyed it. It's it's not like my type of movie where I would go out and seek that movie. You know, even though I had seen it prior, uh, but I would say I enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, it's not like an amazing movie, but I'd say it's pretty quality quality movie for what you're getting. There also is just uh, oh Dax Shepard. What Dax Shepard plays is kind of the local lawyer, and he's really dumb. <laughs> uh, so that's kind of classic. Uh, no classic way. Movie. So and then what Billy Bob Thornton playing is he is a prosecuting uh, attorney for uh, whoever died, or maybe he's for the state. But either way, he's like opposite of Robert Downey Jr. as Billy Bob Thornton. Th- two, three person, like you know, three name people, uh, going against each other, mm. and it's a little no much one else to say. Was named as a child, yeah. <laughs> so into the role. I, and this was before Billy Bob Thornton's role on Goliath, uh, where he plays a lawyer. So I think this has to do a lot with that. They're very, I mean, it's like the exact same character. Um, that's just, why I got it's it. it's that's what I get. Billy Bob and I think there's, I think whoever cast for Goliath uh, had to have seen the judge. That's my assumption. Oh yeah. I could reach out to them and confirm that, but that's, I could almost confirm that with hundred percent certainty. Uh I would say it's gonna it's good. Uh top tier for me. Davy Crockett on the Alamo scale. Top tier. Maybe. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, Melanie, Hold what up. is your favorite Billy Bob Thornton movie?
0: Oh no. Uh of all time? Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. You put me on the spot.
2: If I had to answer for you, I would say Bad Santa because it's going to be Paul in like 20 years.
0: No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, get laid. (laughs) (laughs) Make sure I'm not missing anyone. They made two Bad Santas?
2: Yep. I saw them both in
3: theaters.
0: Did you see The Informers?
3: The Informers. I don't think so.
0: That's uh, Brett Easton Ellis. Uh, no. it, it will like was panned. It was like a terror. It didn't do well. Uh, but that's a Brett Easton Ellis novel. Uh, that might be my favorite. Okay, maybe you
3: can do that one next. Perfect.
0: Yeah, you know he wrote uh, American Psycho. Most of you guys know Brett Easton Ellis from that. He wrote yes. Rules of Attraction. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: I know him. Oh, yeah. yeah, I know him from different podcasts and things like that. He's a Brett Easton Ellis show. I think on uh, Serious Radio as well.
0: Yeah, so it's it's a eight nineteen eighty three L A you know cocaine boom uh, models. That's like almost all his books take place in that like land.
3: So. The best time in history, right? Best uh, time.
0: <laughs> all
3: right, uh, Steve. Is there something else you want to get to before we wrap it up? Uh, Kim Jong Un. What's going on down there in Korea? <laughs> and what do, does his hospitalization? uh implications on the global political climate
2: you're putting us on the government radar right now
3: (laughs) well (laughs) i i was over there all right yeah steve you know i I lived it were you wait you were in north korea not south korea i walked over where trump and uh kim jong-un shook hands wow they crossed that border i was right there i was in the little blue house it was a lot less like people there There weren't as many cameras (laughs) There was some North Korean guys that were looking at us from behind a pillar, <laughs> and I was like, "Yo, pull up, dog, pull up." <laughs> Steve's about to start something. You talking shit? Yeah, they didn't. They didn't. They backed down. And then, like a, a few months later, they're like, "All right, Trump, you want to come meet us? We're sorry." I was like, "Yeah."
2: <laughs> so you're welcome, world. <laughs>
3: So what is, what is your thoughts on that, Steve? Because obviously you're the most expert on, you're the only one who's actually been to both Koreas. Uh, yeah, I'll answer my own question. Um, <laughs> so there might be a female leader. Ooh. You know, one of the, his sister, uh, yes. I think, is like next in line. But uh, there also might be a big power struggle, civil war. Um, they, they could just go nuts over there. Or somebody secretly behind it. So Ooh. that's what I think. Somebody secretly snuck in there, maybe did some stuff, and then there's just going to be a democracy. Boom. <laughs> that's just going to happen. Of, okay, so we've got, like, five different options that it could be, but all would be something. Yes, and my name is George Lib, Libby. <laughs> okay. Just in case the government hears it, okay. towards liberty. Okay, yeah, I don't just, make in you case, a diplomat just in case you break I the. I don't want them to know who actually said these theories because they're all right. Perfect. Perfect. Um, Wait,
0: you said Jared? You said that he's the only person who's been to both Koreas. Have any of you been to the one of the Koreas? Well, no, but if <laughs> I if I
3: if I phrase it like that, then it sounds like there's always that option uh, that okay. we could have potentially been there.
0: I have been to neither Korea in my uh,
3: life, so. Well, yeah, <laughs> we had a get out there. we had a client at work.
2: It was like a big four accounting firm, and then so we called them that Korea. And I was like, "Uh, which one?" They're like, "Which one do you think?"
3: <laughs> there you go. Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. We're gonna wrap. We got uh, like smack. We have a lot of other stuff from. I'm gonna have to. We need a lot of time to dissect all the smacko talk. Uh, the emails we have from him. We also he also sent us the Tanzanian news and stuff like that. There's some other emails in there as well. Um, so we're gonna save those for next week as a little teaser. Uh, but there's a lot of a lot of good stuff coming next week. Uh, but we want to thank you for coming uh, on, Melanie. Appreciate it.
0: Hey, thank you so much for having me. That was lovely.
3: Yeah, I'm a It'd big awesome. fan. Yeah, really? yeah, great to hear. Thanks and uh, listening and, and, and uh, plug your And plug uh, your uh, website joining. one more time. Yeah, do some plugs.
2: Oh,
0: yeah. Our website is clustercuss.tv. So C-L-U-S-T-E-R-C-U-S-S.tv. You can find all our content there, and you can email us there. And, uh, yeah, it's all there. I appreciate it. You can watch Boat Patrol. You can watch Buddies. You can watch all kinds of fun stuff.
3: Woo. Perfect. Thank you. Thanks. All right. And the All show right. has ended. One, one, more, one more thing. Don't, end it. Yeah, Don't a... end it. Don't end it. All right. <laughs> I got a big time shout out. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Our f- close friends of the show, Zach and Lauren. Yeah. Had a had a baby as this show Whoa. was as it's as it's yeah. been recorded. Yeah. Is the name That's why I, I was texting. the little baby, baby pictures coming up. Steed, in. we need some we get to name the baby, right? <laughs> well, uh, I wanted to name it Paul Zach Bush. Paul Zach Bush, okay. After me, of course, and then Zach can he can have the middle name. So Paul Zach Bush. Uh Gunner is in play, Gunner Bush. Okay. Uh Zach texted me, I was like, What's the name? And he said Harry Dixon Bush. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I yeah, I think I as long I think we should just get to name it. I think we should have a vote and you know. A chubstep vote. They chub haven't Step named up. it because Lauren is apparently sleeping. I'll show you guys a little bit. Hey, there's a baby. That's a cute baby. Isn't that cute? <laughs> all right, all right. Well, we'll wrap it up there. So uh, people, congratulations. Email the show chubstep podcast at gmail dot com. Uh, rate the show on iTunes. Uh, new shows every Thursday. And the show has ended. I rest my case.
1: Now you know you got to go. Peace. this is Yasin.